back to another podcast episode on the Equal and Free With Me podcast. This is Lauren, your celiac queen, talking to you. Hello, how are you doing? I miss you all. I wish I could be sitting next to you and actually having a real conversation with you. One day we will make this happen. Hopefully by the end of the summer we will all be meeting in New York City. Wink, wink. We're going to make it happen. Anyways, today I wanted to spill the beans on what it's like to get gluten Because I'm sure some of you wonder what I go through. I mean, you experience it yourself. You know how badly it sucks. So it's always nice to hear what someone else goes through. And I know I I haven't really talked about this in a while. It's probably in one of my beginning episodes where I walk through what my symptoms were. But now it's time to be real. I'm going to give you the gruesome, gross details on... The reality of what it's like for a girl who never eats gluten to consume gluten, most likely on accident, but I won't lie, there have been times when I eat gluten, well, on accident, of course. I don't know where I was going with that. I always eat gluten on accident. I never eat it on purpose. I am currently sitting here laughing to myself about what I just said because sometimes, this just happened, I just ran up the stairs to my office to come record this because I was like in the mood to record. And sometimes when I run really fast and I sit down, my brain just like doesn't understand or comprehend life anymore and I can't speak English. Anyways, I never consume gluten on purpose. Anytime I consume gluten, it is on accident because let me tell you, I die. I literally die. Not actually, but I feel like the world is collapsing and that I might not make it out alive. That is what it feels like for me to consume gluten. Now, before I get into what I experience, it is really important to understand that with celiac disease, there are ranges of symptoms. You can be asymptomatic, which means that you experience absolutely zero symptoms when you consume gluten. And these are usually the people that go undiagnosed and don't realize they have celiac disease, but end up getting blood work or testing for something else, and they find out they have celiac. Or maybe they have family members that have celiac disease, so they decide to get tested. The point being is that these people don't experience any symptom when they consume gluten, and they're commonly called people with silent celiac disease. Then you have an completely opposite side of the range. You have very symptomatic people with celiac disease aka myself and probably many of you because usually if you're a symptomatic celiac disease you try to find you know communities and support because it's something that's really difficult to deal with which is why I created this community Um, and then you have people in the middle who may consume gluten and get a stomach ache and might have mild symptoms, but nothing crazy. So it's really important to be aware that there is a range. Um, And some people on TikTok love to come at me and us and hate on us and say that you can eat KFC and you'll be fine. And they have celiac disease and they know that's the case. And that's because they're probably an asymptomatic celiac disease or someone with silent celiac. And for that being said, never attack someone else with celiac disease, even if you have celiac disease, because you may experience a completely different story and situation when you consume gluten than when someone else does. And that's really important to know. But honey, you want me to walk through my symptoms? Ooh, I can think of so many times. It's so funny. It's like, 
I can literally picture every time that I've gotten gluten like it was yesterday in my head because it's such a traumatic event. And I forget where I learned this, like in psychology class, like when you go through a traumatic event, certain chemicals get released in your body that cause you to remember these events more likely than something else. And I can say that this is completely the case for me because I can picture the time that I got glutened in Brazil and I can picture the time that I got glutened in Hawaii and I can picture the time that I got glutened after eating ramen in my hometown. So like I can talk about them like they were yesterday. So let's go through it. Each situation is always a little different and you might be like, oh, every time I get gluten, it's the same. That's not the case for me. It's always different. Um, so I guess we'll start out with the most recent one, which was in Brazil. So I was having a difficult time determining if I actually got gluten or if I was having traveler's diarrhea. And to this day, I don't know. So I am just going to explain what I was experiencing. You might be like, Lauren, how can you not tell the difference? I couldn't tell the difference because I was having literally every symptom to what it was like to get gluten. And I also had every symptom of traveler's diarrhea. So I couldn't tell you, but I was leaning more on the side that I got gluten um, because in Brazil, it's really common for people to have maids. I was staying with someone who was authentically Brazilian. They grew up in Brazil. We went to a beach house and they hired a maid to cook us food. Um, and this person cooks your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, and I personally wasn't comfortable with that. I made it very clear that I did not want to eat the food because there's just like a language barrier and a knowledge barrier and I didn't feel like I could properly educate that person um, because of the language barrier. Not that my friend who speaks Portuguese couldn't translate that for me. It's just like, I don't know, I just feel so much better when I can just physically say what I need to say versus like it coming through somebody else. Anyways, um, he like was like so insistent that I trust that she would take care of me. And I did. I did trust her. Um, Anyways, I ended up eating the first day of meals and the next night I woke up like so sick. Um, it was like probably the worst thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. It started first um, with diarrhea and nausea. Once I felt the nausea, that's when I was like, mm, crap, I think I got gluten. Because every time I get gluten, it starts off with the nausea. It starts off with the dizziness. And um, that's kind of my cue, like I got gluten. So I was super nauseous um, and I kept dry heaving. Normally I don't dry heave, normally I vomit. So that was a little bit weird for me. So that's why I was like, okay, maybe it was traveler's diarrhea because I don't usually dry heave. I usually will like vomit everything up and I didn't, um, which is very rare for me to do. Um, so anyways, it started with the nausea in the middle of the night. Um, and then this is something I've never really experienced before. Normally I'll get nauseous um, and then I'll have one episode of diarrhea and then I vomit everything. Um, but instead, this time I had diarrhea. I'm not kidding for like 24 hours straight. Like I was pissing out of my asshole. I'm sorry if that is TMI, but that is what it was like. And I actually was like, I don't know if there's anything even in my body. I felt like I lost 10 pounds. I was like, holy crap. Um, 
and then you might be like, okay, Lauren, well, like, that's definitely traveler's diarrhea, but it was just so similar to what I experienced when I get gluten. So, like, the diarrhea was, like, an extra layer that I've never really, like, experienced to that extreme before, but, like, it wouldn't surprise me because I was also in a new country eating different food, like, stuff like that, and I wasn't drinking the water or anything. Um, anyways, but the additional symptoms that I also get when I usually get gluten is the chills, um, the brain fog, the, uh, again, I was having the nausea, um, I just felt like I was drunk, I was so fatigued, I literally couldn't move my body, um, and my friend was like, come on, Lauren, you're fine, get up, get up, get up, and I'm like, I, I literally have no strength in my body to get up, um, and I was so embarrassed because I was staying in a house with six guys, please tell me, at the age of 23, what girl wants to be staying in a house with six guys when she is blowing up the toilet like she owns the thing? I I would literally go to the pool outside of the apartment and use the public bathroom because I was so scared to shit in the own fucking, oh, sorry, I just swore, in the, in the toilet of our apartment because I was like, I don't want anybody to hear this. And then I posted a story and y'all were like, just turn a speaker on with music really loud or turn on the shower. And I was like, this is so smart. These people do the, deal with this all the time. Like they know how to take care of me. So I ended up doing that. But I woke up at 5 a.m. in the morning and I was like, I am going outside to the public bathroom. Like, there's no way I can blare music while everyone is sleeping. So if you've been through an embarrassing, shitting story like I have, um, it sucks. It's crazy embarrassing. I don't really know a way to get around it. Like, you got to release what you got to release and you can't hold that crap in. No pun intended. But I ended up having to get, like, medicine because I literally couldn't stop going to the bathroom. Um, I felt better about, like, <laughs> five days later. I was so sick. Like, it was absolutely insane. Um, so I never ended up vomiting, which is the only odd thing for me. Um, I didn't have a fever or anything like that. Like, I'm telling you, it was exactly what I experienced when I get gluten. What I would have gotten gluten from, I mean, I had so many things that the maid made. I had french fries. I had flan. I had rice, I had, I don't even remember what the heck we ate. I had so many different items that it could have been. Um, so that was in Brazil. Then we're going to reverse it to Hawaii. Um, I mean, okay. Oh no, is this like TMI? Okay. I don't know what I want to say yet, but I did get gluten in Hawaii. Um, I was traveling with the same person I was traveling with in Brazil. <clears throat> and I don't know if I should say I don't know if I have permission from this person to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, in Hawaii, I got gluten. I'm going to whisper this because my parents are in my house. I think from condoms. Um, yeah, I never had experienced that before. Um, but it also could have been cough drops. It's either a condom or a cough drop, and I wasn't sure which one. So let me kind of explain this situation. And you might be like, Lauren, how is that possible? Girl, I didn't think that was possible either until, you know, Chigro was down bad like two times during Hawaii because of this. Um, it sucked. And when I put two and two together, I was like, my life is terrible. Um, but I'll tell you my solution to all of it. So the reason that this could have been the case is because condoms are not listed. They're listed as not as a med, no, 
They are listed as a medical device, meaning that the FDA doesn't require them to list their allergens to the top eight allergens, like if it's within the product. Um, and this person was using not American ones. They were like Brazilian. I'll just leave it there. Um, you guys are probably like, oh, I know the person. Well, if you do, congratulations. You deserve a trophy. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm saying this on the internet. Anyways, okay. So, all of a sudden, in the middle of the day, which, this is why it doesn't make sense. Okay. So, I was sick in Hawaii. I had a cold. And I bought cough drops. They're Hall's cough drops. I got them from Walmart. I didn't even check the ingredients. Well, I didn't inject them till I got sick um, because I was like, what the heck could I have gotten sick from? I had been cooking all my own meals and I was like, I know I didn't cross contaminate myself. Did my friends sprinkle gluten within my food? Definitely, probably not. Um, so the only thing that I had eaten that was like odd was cough drops. Um, so I checked the ingredients on the back and it says contains soy and I'm not allergic to soy. So I'm like, that shouldn't be an issue. So I'm like, I'm going to do more digging on this. So then I did more digging on the cough drops and there was a bunch of information being like, they're not gluten-free, they're fine, they're not fine, um, they probably contain gluten, they do contain gluten. It's so much misinformation and mixed information. So I couldn't really like identify 100% for sure that it was the cough drops. Now, the other situation is the condom situation. So it had seemed like every time I would have sex, and if you're a child, just don't listen to this, but if he would wear a condom and then I would give him head, I would, I would get sick like a couple hours later. Uh, and I wasn't, I didn't put the two and two together, you know, that this was the situation um, until one day I kind of just did some research on it because I was like, wow, my stomach is really hurting me and I feel like I keep getting glutened. And like, I don't normally feel this sick this often. Um, so that's kind of the situation that I was put in because the situation is, sorry, this is like such a topic that I don't normally talk about like out loud. So whatever, you have a condom on a person and then you take it off and you put your mouth on something where the condom had been and that's cross-contamination technically because now that is in your mouth um and I think that is how I got sick so tip for you now you never put your mouth on wherever a condom has been after having sex because you don't know if those condoms are gluten-free unless they are labeled gluten-free and then you are okay um, but that's my rule of thumb now. I do not go down there after a condom has been put on because I think that I have been getting gluten from that and I'm not comfortable enough with the people I have been with to ask, you know, hey, can I check your condom brand? Are they gluten free? Because I'm not in a relationship. So that is not going to happen in my world. Um, so that's kind of like my little tip for you. Anyways, though, was it the condoms? Was it the cough drops? The world may never know. I could ask the question to God and he wouldn't have an answer to me, for me. Um, but to go through my symptoms again, this one hit me like a truck. It was so bad. I was literally like just walking, you know, I was living in a treehouse in Hawaii and I was walking from the kitchen to the room and it's outside and also just living outside 24 seven, it makes you feel weird sometimes. You're like, wow, the temperature is always changing. 
it just makes you feel sick sometimes. Like you're like, oh, I just want AC or I just want like one temperature to be in and it's constantly raining, it's humid, it's hot, it's sunny. It's like, it's everything all at once. Ooh, I like that. Everything all at once. Is that the name of a movie? I think it is. Um, anyways, so <laughs> I was just doing my daily walkie walk and all of a sudden it hit me like a truck. I literally went and laid down in my hammock right as I felt it. And I knew it was coming. I was like, oh, God, this ain't good. Um, uh, so I felt like I was drunk. That's how it hits me. It always hits me like that. I feel like I'm drunk. It's the brain fog. All of a sudden, my body started to get the chills. I'd get hot. I'd get cold. Hot, cold, hot, cold. And I'm like, oh, man, it's coming. Then this one was a little different from Brazil because, well... In Brazil, my stomach was gurgly. This one, my stomach was literally twisting my intestines into knots. Um, like, picture you tying your shoelace in, like, a loose knot and then pulling both ends of the shoelace super tight. That's what it felt like inside my stomach. And then, you know, while your stomach is twisted together, just take a really sharp serrated knife and cut your intestines up all at once. That is what was happening. I was literally in so much pain. I could not do anything but... I couldn't hold my body up. I was literally like, okay, Lauren, we need to get out of the hammock. We need to get to the bathroom, which was outside. Yeah, I was literally laying outside because um, everything was outside in my treehouse. <laughs> um, so I guess it was kind of nice that I was getting to lay outside while getting glue in instead of being inside. But my body, I could not hold it up anymore. I got so fatigued. I couldn't do anything but lay on the ground and I was so nauseous. I was praying to the Lord that I wouldn't have to pull trig and that it would just come up naturally. Um, and, and boy, it did. It came up very naturally, of course. Um, so <laughs> I remember laying there and this was only like five days into my trip into Hawaii. Five, six days. Um, and I had not seen my friend that I was with for about three years. So uh, yeah, talk about not really knowing somebody and then all of a sudden they see the worst of the worst side of you, like hair a mess, literally sweating, looking disgusting. Like just picture the worst of you when you have the flu and then, you know, having to experience this in front of someone who you're being intimate with and also someone who you don't know well. Um, that was me right now. Uh, and he came down and he was like, uh, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not okay. Just leave me alone. Like when I'm gluten. I don't want to talk to nobody but my parents. I don't want to, I don't want you to look at me. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want you to take care of me. I'm a very strong, stoic, independent person. The only attention I want is for my parents to tell me that if I die, they know that they're on the phone and I'll die with them at least. So, <laughs> um, anyways, I was like, you know what? You know, you should go because something's about to happen and you're not going to want to see it. So he actually went to Walmart to buy me gluten-free pans or just new pans I don't know why I said that's so weird. Gluten-free pans. Um, yeah, he was kind enough to, because he thought I got cross-contaminated from, like, the pans. At that point, we, we didn't have these other options in our head that that would have might have been. Um, so he's like, I'm going to go to Walmart and get you new pans and cutting boards and knives. And I was like, wow, that's so kind of you. So that's where he went. And literally the moment he drove away, it came. It was like, He's gone. Let's projectile vomit into this toilet. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Sorry if you have emetophobia because this one just takes my breath away. Um, I was literally like 
dying. And if I died, no one would even be there to know until, like, maybe he came back and saw me dead on the ground. Because I just straight up vomited into that toilet like it was nobody's business. And then after, symptoms gone. Everything disappeared. It was so crazy. It's like night and day. Versus the last one, it lasted five days. This one, it was out of my system. Wasn't going to bother me at all. I literally, well... Okay, it's not like it was like night and day, like, oh my god, I feel so sick now, I feel nothing. It was like, oh my god, I feel so sick, now it's out of my body, like, I can pick my body up off the ground. I can maybe walk up the stairs to get into bed, which is what I did. I walked into stairs, got into bed, and slept till the next morning. I think I went to bed at like 6 p.m., and I woke up the next day at like 12. <laughs> um, so yeah, it does last a whole like 24 to 48 hours for me, um, normally, Brazil, again, a little bit different. That doesn't normally last five days for me. So that's why I'm like, mm, was I gluing? I don't know. But normally, this Hawaii situation is more how it goes. Um, and then kind of switching from Hawaii, one time I had ramen noodles. And I went to this place all the time. And I trusted them so much. Um, and they told me, they were like, girl, you never get the pork ramen. And we always got glass noodles for you. I'm like, okay, sis, queen, give me the goods. I'm so excited for this ramen. Yeah, I even had my film camera. We were taking goofy photos with our chopsticks, pretending we were walruses, and it was so fun. Um, so it's funny that I have photos from this night because it gives me freaking horrid memories. Um, but yeah, so I got home, and while I was in the car home, again, the brain foggy started hitting me. I was like, ooh, I feel dizzy. What's going on? <laughs> I can't see nothing. All of a sudden, and when I get brain fog, I literally can't comprehend anything you're saying. I can't hold a conversation. I can't think of really difficult things. Like, I just, my brain all of a sudden falls asleep, and, like, I'm just a soul existing within my body. At home, and I'm like, yeah, I definitely feel like I got gluten. And whenever I feel like I got gluten, I tell my parents, I'm like, I like go up them like scared. I'm like, I think I got gluten. And they just look at me like, where'd you eat? You shouldn't have eaten there. And I'm like, don't tell me where I should and shouldn't eat. I can't live a life where I just sit inside and hibernate. Like I got to go out and experience life. I'm going to go out and eat. So, um, yeah, we got into bed and boy, it was not good. We started getting the chills again. This is kind of more how it goes normally. The brain fog starts, I feel drunk, I lose any sort of thinking in my head. Um, then the chills came and I thought I was going to shit my pants. So I went to the bathroom and the moment I feel like I'm going to shit my pants, I normally shit. And then, or take a poop if we want to keep this PG, but this is not a PG episode, I should just say that. Um, <laughs> we take a poop and then um, after that, you know, right as I finish going poopy doopy, it comes straight out of the mouth. But this time, it came straight out of the mouth for seven hours. Bro, no way those noodles they gave me were gluten-free. There is no way. I have never vomited after eating so much in my entire life. Like, every single noodle that was in my soul was out of my body. It was not existing within my stomach anymore. Will I ever get ramen again? No. It has been three years and I have not had ramen since. Will I ever have it again? No. Never. I don't want it. I don't want to taste it. I don't want to look at it. Even the thought of looking at it does make me nauseous. Um, 
Yeah, that one was the worst. I remember I would try to lay down in bed, and the moment I laid down, I would just projectile, like, onto the floor is what I did for this one. Because I couldn't even control it. I was like, holy crap. Like, this is, like, nothing I've ever experienced before. So, from these three great situations, um, yeah. So, it's funny because, sorry, sometimes I have ADHD and I, like, jump all over the place. But this is a free-for-all podcast. I'm just talking. Um... I noticed in like after COVID, um, my symptoms changed dramatically. Like pre-COVID, I would say like three years into my diagnosis, um, my symptoms were really mild when I got glutened. I would like baby barf or vomit a little bit, but it wasn't anything bad. Then COVID hit and I never ate out for like a year and a half or ordered food. I never, because I don't order takeout as someone with celiac disease. Every time I order takeout, it gets messed up and I get sick. So I hadn't eaten out for so long. So pre-COVID, I ended up getting glutened like three times within the, the next three months. And it, and it was this new form of symptoms with the brain fog, the chills, the vomiting, the body. Oh, I forgot to mention the body aches. Oh my God, the body aches in Hawaii and Brazil were crazy. Like I've never experienced such pain with just like touching my skin and like my bones just like ached, like nothing else. It was like someone ran me over with a car. I'd never experienced anything like it. So like these symptoms were new. Um, and I think it's just because I had been abstaining from gluten so seriously for so long because of COVID. Um, and maybe I was getting exposure pre-COVID from like eating out and stuff that my symptoms were like, crazy sensitive because my body was so removed from had just been so removed from gluten it, it didn't even know what it was when it came into its body um or into my body so as you heal your symptoms will become more intense if you accidentally consume gluten if you're regularly eating gluten your symptoms will be more mild because your body's going to be used to it and it's probably going to be inflamed so it's not going to be as crazy of symptoms but when you remove gluten from your body seriously and then you accidentally eat it, it will hit you like a mother trucker. It does suck. Um, that was something I wasn't aware of and my doctors never told me that that was going to happen. So it started to scare me and now when people are like, why can't you just eat a crumb? I'm like, girl, the thought of eating a crumb means death for like three days to a week. So like the thought of that ain't even happening. Also, if you need to share this episode with your loved ones so that they understand what it's like to get gluten feel free because I think this is a great episode to kind of show the severity of what celiac disease can be like. Now, there have also been times when I get glutened and I have absolutely zero symptoms. And why this is the case, I literally cannot even tell you why that's the case. Like, one time I came home, my mom had quiche on the counter. And my household eats almost 100% gluten-free. Besides, when my dad makes sandwiches, he has gluten bread, and my parents eat gluten pasta. But quiche, my mom normally makes gluten-free. So I came home from work one day. This was either in college or, like, during COVID when I was working um, at a, a food restaurant. Um, I came home because I was starving after, like, an eight-hour shift. And I saw this quiche, and I was like, oh, that looks divine. Shagola is going to eat that up. I swear I had, like, two to three slices. And then my mom came down, and she goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm eating this quiche. It's so good. Like, queen pop off. Can you make me another one sometime soon? And she looked at me with the most petrified look on her face. And I was like, what? Tell me. Speak your words. 
Words of wisdom, woman. Please tell me what is happening. And she was like, Lauren, that was not gluten-free. And I was like, oh no, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die right now. I was literally petrified. I was scared. I was screaming in my head. I was like, damn it, Lauren. You should have asked. Why would you assume that it's gluten-free when it's got that beautiful crust? Um, but won't you be... I can't say that because that's... A, like, guys, I got zero symptoms. I didn't vomit. I didn't get chills. In that moment, I was like, Mama, I don't think I got celiac disease. I didn't have a single symptom. I was like, this is, this is the most odd situation. I'm like, either the flour had no flour in it or, like, the flour had no gluten, no wheat. Like, how's that possible? Or, I don't know, my body was just pulling magic tricks on me and was like, we just wanted you to enjoy that one taste of gluten for the first time in, like, four years. I don't know how that happened. Don't ask me how that was the case. Don't ask me if that's normal because I have zero clue. I don't think that's normal. But then it happened again. And I was like, Queen, what is happening? So I go to a concert and someone, I love iced tea. I'm an ice queen. I'm an iced tea queen. Um, so someone hands me a spiked iced tea because I don't drink alcohol, but they were like, you're going to love this. Like it doesn't taste like alcohol because I don't like the taste of alcohol. So they hand it to me and I'm like, Ugh, am I going to like this? And I was kind of being peer pressured a little bit and I fell for it. And I didn't check the ingredients ahead of time. So I, they poured me like, I took a sip. I was like, ooh, that's tasty. So they poured me like a whole, like a little cup of it. And then I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. So I drank through like half of, half of eight ounces. I would say I had four ounces. Um, and then I'm like, shit. Oh, I keep swearing and I don't mean to. If you know me, you just know that I swear a lot. Like I really can't help it at this point. It's like ingrained in my head. Um, but I was like, I never checked the ingredients. So I look it up on my phone because I'm too embarrassed to ask these people to like look at the can. Um, so I Google is spiked Ulnerd Palmer gluten-free and it's not. It has malt in it. And I look to my friend and I'm like, Sierra, I've been drinking gluten. <laughs> I can't believe I've been drinking gluten. How am I so dumb that I didn't check the ingredient label? Like sometimes I eat gluten-free so long that I forget that I need to check labels because I assume that everyone around me is eating gluten-free, but that's not the case. Um, and I was at a concert. So this was before the concert started. I'm starting to get anxious. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to ruin this experience for you. I'm here to see the Lumineers and the Lumineers are going to be coming to see me in the ambulance because I'm going to die. I had zero symptoms. None. And I'm like, what is happening? Do I have celiac disease? But then, you know, after this was pre-Hawaii, pre-Brazil, and I definitely got gluten after that. So sometimes I experience the worst of the worst symptoms. And Sometimes, I don't know. I don't experience anything. So, so maybe, I want to say, like, the reason I experienced nothing from those two previous symptoms is because I ate under 20 parts per million. But, like, I for sure know with the quiche, I had way more than 20 parts per million of gluten. Um, with the alcohol, okay, with alcohol and malt being in it, that might be less than 20 parts per million. But, again, I highly doubt it. So, like, I don't know why that happened. But I'm just here to share my experiences. So in case that happens to you, you're like, oh, wait, this makes sense now. I'm not the only one who experiences severe severity of symptoms sometimes and then completely no symptoms other times. Um, but anyways, this is your PSA that getting gluten is serious, getting gluten is scary, getting gluten sucks. So that is why we choose to stay away from gluten because we deserve to treat our bodies with respect. 
we deserve to treat our bodies like they are the holy temple and we deserve to treat our bodies the way that they deserve to be treated which means eating gluten-free when you have celiac disease um, so that is my experience of what it's like to get absolutely destroyed by gluten and <laughs> I hate those experiences but they happen so I can educate you all and I'm glad to be able to do so um, and if you have any questions regarding getting gluten and all of that jazz feel free to send me a DM and I will answer any questions that I have for you oops I just broke my pen um, <laughs> and it would mean the world to me if you enjoyed this podcast if you could leave a review And as always, I love you all, and I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Bye, Gluten-Free Queens. Love you. Bye.